on today's episode of The Blue Bloods. Zach and I are finally together, so I guess you could uh, consider us a legitimate podcast at this point. We have our pick six recap, things we missed, playoff picture, dumpster fire, dead to me, and we wrap it all up with bad beats. This might be our most well-produced show to date, so you're going to want to be here for it. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Go ahead and start our episode out. We have Pick 6 Recap, and with our first matchup that we chose this week, we had UCLA visiting number 23 USC, or I guess the former 23 USC. Uh, not really sure. The AP poll doesn't matter to us, or we're cultural playoff guys. And so we that poll's not out yet, so we're going to run with what we got. Uh, USC was a 13.5-point favorite. I know that I predicted that USC would cover this by a zillion, and that's exactly what they did. This game – this game was something. Uh, I thought it would be a lot more fun than it was. I thought there would be a lot more points. Even though USC, even though USC scored 52, I felt like we were robbed, like we were gypped points. <laughs> I mean, I say Keaton was going to eat, and, you know, he had over 500 yards passing. That was insane. I mean, the kid could not miss on his throws. He also had four touchdowns. And, I mean, UCLA 8-2, don't get me wrong, I mean – Dorian Thompson, I mean, also threw for almost 400 yards, but Keaton is the man. We all know that on this podcast. So This was the battle of no defense. Uh, a lot of offense, no defense. That's what we're here for. We love the points. And that's exactly – I mean, that's that's what we got. I mean, like Zach said, 515 yards from Keaton Slovis this weekend. Nearly 400 from uh, from UCLA's quarterback. Not, not, not only those 400 yards passing from him – but we also had 65 yards rushing, and he led the team with that. And that might be why they went down uh, 52 to 35. Uh, we didn't really watch this game yesterday. Uh, I know that we promised a live stream to you guys. You didn't want to see what happened yesterday, so <laughs> go ahead and thank us now or thank us later. Uh, it was a good time. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Man, I mean, the battle of the defenses is an understatement. USC scored 10 or more points in every single quarter. It scored 14 points in all but one. I mean, that's pretty That's pretty outrageous, in my opinion. Yeah, on this episode of Zach Does Math, we learn how numbers work. Uh, we learn how to <laughs> add, how to divide. But, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a good game. Um, like I said, we didn't really watch too much of this game. It was it was either this, well, this game was at 2.30, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was either this or we watched Texas A and M Georgia. So we made we picked the latter. We, we picked, picked the latter. Yeah, we did. It's. So. Uh, I mean, you know, one thing though, like, how pissed would you be if you, for USC to have a bye week next week, the last week of the season, <laughs> they get their second bye week? It's insane. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I'd be pissed. I'd protest that. That that's worth protesting for. No joke. I didn't even realize that this was their last game. It this is. This was their last regular season game. Yeah, uh, UCLA. They got one more game. Yeah. Who do they I, play? I don't understand. I don't Doesn't understand. make sense. I don't understand how USC has that. They play Cal, which, I mean, they might win. Yes. Maybe. But I mean, does it really matter? No, I mean, they're they're not they're not going to make the playoff. 
or not the playoffs. They're not going to make the postseason. I'll point. say they're definitely not going to make the <laughs> playoffs. Listen, I wasn't necessarily wrong, but uh, <laughs> they, they can't. They're not even going to be able to be bowl eligible anymore. So, did Chip Kelly do enough to save his job? Though that's the important question. With four wins, probably not. Probably not. Let's be real. Um, All four came in conference, though. Yeah, but. I, that that all that means is that he dropped three games out of conference. Yeah, he, he you know he did lose to San Diego State. Yeah, so nine, by nine. Yeah, the same team that lost to uh, Hawaii this weekend, and we'll touch on that later. But I'm not on the island though. Oh, on the I, island, I know, but I've been wrong about it every single time. We'll talk about it later. They scored 11 points on the island too. It's <laughs> insane. Anyway, uh, this game, if you like offense. Go ahead and get this game on demand or find someone who DVR'd it. I don't know who would have done them. What kind of monster would have DVR'd this game? But uh, I, I guess if you're an alumni, maybe. I don't know. Do they watch football? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, not UCLA fans. Maybe USC fans. <laughs> USC fans. Like, I hope you don't watch football if you're a UCLA fan, just for your sake. Oh, um, just man. hold on, hold on. It's Basketball season just started. They're just, not going to be very good at basketball either this year. No, but they've got, uh, they've got a couple of players. Maybe. They didn't get LaMelo Ball, though. They're regretting it. <laughs> no, they didn't. He's, he's, in New, he's in Australia. Killing it. Yeah, he looks good. He's projected to be like top five. Uh, number one basketball podcast in the country right here, folks. And so we're going to go ahead and move on from this first matchup. Uh, the Battle of L.A. turned out to be just like a domination in L.A. or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, um, another another famous murder in L.A. Jeez, <laughs> O.J. left years ago. Dang. Anyway, um, our next matchup was Temple versus Cincinnati, and I went on a rant on our last episode about how I think Temple's just going to upset everybody every time they play somebody. They scored 13 points in the fourth quarter, and they had a chance. They did. They had a chance to get this uh, or or to win this game. Yeah. I mean, they were getting beat 13 nothing, And, dude, this is just insane. They actually outplayed Cincinnati and for some reason was down 15 nothing. Zach, the reason that they lost is because – the reason Temple lost is because Cincinnati blocked an extra point and they returned, they returned it. it. <laughs> Without uh, those extra two points, this game – I mean, they win this game. That's the only two points Cincinnati – put up in the fourth quarter, too. That's insane. Dude, Desmond Ritter might have played the worst game of his life. I said he was going to be the X Factor, and he was almost the reason that we lost this game. Yeah, uh, 9 for 25, 62 yards, and an interception. No touchdowns. This kid. I mean, he's a good player. I'm not going to sit here and, like, trash his name. Great player, really. Uh, not a great game. I don't know what it is about Temple. I guess they're 7-4. They can't be that bad. They were seven to three going in this game. Um, I mean, Russo played a heck of a game, but I mean, I guess you know when you get a extra point blocked in return, that's that just that's just a sign that you should wrap it up. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna head out, uh, SpongeBob meme. But I mean, this game. I mean, on paper, this game looks pretty even. Uh, really, I take it back. Temple had a hundred more total yards than Cincinnati did in this one. Uh, they both had a turnover. I didn't – we didn't really watch this game. Yesterday was a busy day, guys. Uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. Um, we watched a select game, a few games. We were watching football all day. It's not like we weren't watching it, but it's just some of these games. Mm. We had to make decisions. I think this game was also at 2.30. Yeah, we had a lot of 2.30 games on yeah. pick six. It was ridiculous. Like, we only have two TVs, guys. Like, oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. We, we are not that rich. Until 
we start getting some support for those podcasts. We will watch two games at a time. Yeah, step up, do your part, donate to the pod. You know what to do. Uh, we have the best listeners in the world, so uh, act like it. <laughs> but for I mean, with this win, Cincinnati clinched the AAC title berth. Um, I, I don't know who they're going to play in there. I think Navy and Memphis are both still in it. Yeah, SMU's out. Yeah, they lost to Navy this week, but so, that's good I, for them. I, I'm really not sure. I mean, uh, Cincinnati's still in play for a New Year Six game. So, yeah, yeah, they are ten and one. Looks pretty good. They're yeah. still uh, they're still nineteenth in the country. Yeah. So Navy and Memphis are actually tied for the lead in the West. Navy and Memphis. Okay. So that'll be. That'll and be interesting. Memphis has the tiebreaker, but Cincinnati plays Memphis next week. Yeah, so anything can happen. Uh, and as we know, Navy plays <laughs> – Navy has, what, one or two more games? Oh, no, they have two. They play Houston next week. So They've already had both of their – Yeah, uh, guys, if you – how okay, how would that work? Because Navy doesn't play their 12th game of the season until after the conference championship week. So how would they – I don't understand how they would make their own conference championship if they had so to they play would, their own. So, so they would play their conference championship game before they play their last regular season game? I guess so. I, I need everyone to know right now that's what I'm rooting for. I need Navy to, to play the conference. I want them to win the conference championship game before they play Army. And then lose. Yeah, and then lose to Army. Just be perfect. Gotta love the AAC. A uh, few other conferences can No, do. actually, no, they will. Like, I'm looking it's at the It's going to be the 13th game? <laughs> yes. Dude, this is insane. How did I not know that? Holy crap. What's going on with Navy? This I mean, is that, – that should be illegal. <laughs> that should be against the law. Good um, Lord. What I, kind of unfair advantage NCAA is this? If we're going to investigate anything, this is what it needs to be. I cannot believe that. But, no, Cincinnati, fire team. I don't think anyone saw it coming. Um, they've been on pick six more than a lot of, like, D1 programs. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, we're. I don't even know why. I mean, we're not like Cincy fans or anything. We just they just keep playing big games, man. They really do. Yeah, they they really know when to step up. So Alabama, Clemson, take notes, schedule real opponents, and then maybe we'll talk about you more. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, you can let us know in the comments if you really were interested in hearing us talk about Alabama, Western Carolina. Like, we apologize to you. I mean, I'm mad about that. Game. We would have done it. I'm so mad about that game. Yeah, I think Brandon might have a bad beat on that one. Yeah, I have a couple. I, I have more than a couple <laughs> bad beats this week. <laughs> it, was, it was a bad week to be yeah, Brandon. Not a good, yeah, not a good time. Uh, let's go ahead and continue to our next matchup. We had Texas. Oh, Jesus Christ. Texas. Oh, my God. Visiting number 14, Baylor. And Zach and I, I think we're both, like, teetering in this game, like who we should pick. Like, maybe we should pick Texas. We knew they weren't back, but we we didn't know what to do. Um Texas, for everyone who doesn't know, is a six and five team right now. And just imagine this. I'm going to do a meme. Um, I know youth culture loves these. And so I'm going to do a meme real quick. Imagine this Texas six and five clown meme. Texas back clown meme. Because guess what? You're not back. Horns down, baby. Um, Uh, In case you guys don't know, Texas has the same record as Tennessee (laughs) this year. Tennessee's back. I mean, Tennessee lost to Georgia State and BYU, both at home. I I can't with Texas right now, man. 
Is I'm, Sam Ellinger elite? Is he good? Is he like he said he really? was elite, but he had two hundred yards and a pick this week. <laughs> That's it. No touchdowns. Dude, okay, I, I know I said this in the previous episode. What happened to Texas's run game, man? They never had. Uh, they, they straight up didn't have one this season. Dude, oh my gosh. And your leading rusher has 86 yards, and you only gave on the ball seven times? Keontae Ingram. Who, who is that? Because I know, that, I, know, I know the name, but I know he's not a good running back. And okay. if, you're, if you're a team like Texas, you've got to have, especially with the coach you have, you think you'd have a little bit more draw to your program, right? No kidding. I mean, guys, this is how – so this game was 24 to 10. But this is how close the stats were. The teams had the exact same number of total yards, 391 apiece. Yikes. They each had one turnover. Baylor had uno more first downs, 22 to 21. <laughs> and then they possessed the ball, 10 more seconds. <laughs> it's insane. That is how close this game was stats-wise. But then you had Sam Ellinger that played like garbage. Charlie Brewer – Threw for over 200 yards and a touchdown and ran for 75 yards and a touchdown. This game looked good in the first half. It did. Baylor pulled away in the third. That's that's when oh, it went they south. Were, they were, they were, at one point, they were beating Texas 24 to 3. And in Texas, they, they, listen, the final score was 24 to 10. Texas scored a touchdown with one second left in the game. Yep. So just garbage time, the exact definition of a garbage time TV. And, you know, Texas, like, they got to be pissed. I mean, because they played sloppy, too. They had nine penalties for over 100 yards. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, just, you know, you can't be back if you're six and five. And they still aren't guaranteed a win next week when they play Texas Tech because we've seen Texas Tech beat some good teams this year. <laughs> Zach and I saw the end of this, or close to the end of this game, and I said, hey, Zach, check this out. And I'm just over there on the couch with the horns down, pointed straight in his face. And he didn't want to listen to it at all. Uh, I think Zach's an undercover Texas fan. We're going <laughs> to do a little bit of investigating, a little bit of digging on this one, guys. Uh, uh, it's just it, – he might be a fraud. We don't know. You know, like, as much as, as, much as um, Earl Campbell sounded crazy when he said Texas has to have a black quarterback – the more Sam Ellinger plays, man, the more I'm buying into this talk. <laughs> that might be problematic. But, I mean, um, he might be on to something, man, because this team has to have something. I mean, and you know, this game worries me for LSU because LSU almost lost to Texas. LSU almost loses to everybody, but they just keep winning. Uh, you got to love this team. Well, not everybody. Arkansas is an exception. I don't know, man. Uh, okay, we okay. <laughs> I watched that game, and the only reason Arkansas had what was it, twenty points? Yeah, because they, they scored two touchdowns when every single one of LSU's backups was in the game. But it's still Arkansas. So oh, starters against backups? That doesn't uh, matter. Everyone has their backups in against Garbage, Arkansas. Yeah, no, not the whole game. LSU, they allowed six points against Arkansas, and then they took their starters out. And guess what? No. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, it, it has me worried. Uh, uh, mark me down as not worried. Mark you down as not worried. Okay. Go ahead, and we're going to go ahead and move on to our next matchup. We had Texas A&M uh, visiting Georgia, number four Georgia, who is probably going to stay number four this week. Uh, Texas A&M, 13, Georgia, 19 in this one. And – Never really a doubt in my mind that Georgia was going to win this game, but they looked a little shaky at some points during this game. Um, you know, like I said, I never thought it was going to be a close game until about 
with like 11 minutes left in the game, I thought maybe A&M could score another touchdown or something. Uh, they couldn't pull out the win, and I don't even I don't even know why Jake Fromm looked awful. We all know why Texas A&M ran for negative one yards. That's fair. That's right. You, <laughs> I remember that. You, now. You, you cannot beat the number four team in the country on the road and rush for negative one yards on twenty attempts. <laughs> Me, Zach and I were looking at the TV at one point, and we just see a stat line that says Texas A&M. Total yards, negative seven. And we're like, that can't be real right now. Uh, DeAndre um, Swift won this game for yeah, Georgia, man. I mean, yards on killing carries. it. He's averaging close to five yards a carry. And, I mean, Jake Fromm wasn't spectacular, but Jake Fromm, no turnovers and a touchdown. That's, 11 for 23, Zach. I, you know what? are you for yeah, him? You know what? Jake Fromm is 10 and 1, bro. But he was like 46%. Guess what? You know who's not 10 and 1? A lot of other quarterbacks. A lot of other quarterbacks. Yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, uh, Kellamon played better than him, but Kellamon's 7 and 4. Desmond Ritter's 10 and 1, and look what he did this weekend. There, there you go. That's, I, that's it. Okay. That's it, man. I just, you know, Kellen Mond, he is just such a enigma. Yeah. I mean, like, even when he plays good, I feel like he plays bad. Like, I feel just, bad for him. I, I really do. It's. <sighs> <laughs> their leading rusher this game had seven yards. Yeah, on 11 seven carries. Yards on 11 carries. That you, you can't – I feel so bad. I feel worse – okay, I feel bad for Kellen Mond. I think I feel worse for Jimbo Fisher right now because you just got some morons coming out of every single corner of the, of the world saying, oh, well, maybe we should fire him. He's 7-4. and four. four losses that came to Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson. You're not going to win those games if you're Texas A&M with a – what, is this his second year? Yeah. I mean, he's still a second-year coach. He's got Kellen Mond, but you've got a running back that, I mean, he's averaging like half a yard per carry. Yeah, not great. I mean, and, you know, I don't really feel bad for Jimbo Fisher because he's not at Florida State. That's fair. Like, I mean, because you would – I'd much rather be at A&M than Florida State. But to be fair, A&M lost their starting running back the second week of the season to a torn ACL. Yeah, so, this kid's true. a true freshman. And this Georgia defense is – I guess it's safe to say something serious. Another thing I wanted to mention is that uh, I'm kind of over Rodrigo Blankenship and his stupid glasses. That, why, why are you wearing goggles on the field, man? I remember when I was playing peewee football, I saw a kid with goggles. Like, I think he played on your team. I think he played for, <laughs> for your team when we were playing peewee football. I was like, look at this guy. <laughs> Who does he think he is? He's Charlie? No, he wasn't Charlie. <laughs> that was we love you, Charlie. That was the meanest thing ever. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, we had uh, some weird kids. That's what, that's what we play private school. You football guys. Yeah, that's what happens when you're rich like Zach. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm sick of those stupid glasses. Get some contacts. Dude, I, I'm telling you, he's turning it into like Michael Strahan with his up teeth. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just his look now. And it's, it's just his messed up teeth and he's just smiling <laughs> and his teeth are on two different screens. And But this dude's got glasses. Like, it, it's terrible. Anyway. <laughs> That was, that was the meanest thing you ever said. <laughs> oh, man, you said a lot of mean things. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Man. But, yo, Kirby Smart, uh, shout out to him, man. I mean, I don't think anyone thought when he took over Georgia he'd be better than, you know, Mark Rigg. And yeah. here he is. And, you know, if they upset LSU and he gets to another playoff, I mean, 
this this guy they're gonna have to build a statue because this guy is recruiting just on a ridiculous level and has this team playing outrageous football. He's the real deal, man. He really is. Um, anyway, this game was a fun one to watch. Uh, like I said, I thought the comeback was going to come through somehow. Even though I did watch the rest of the game, so I don't know why I thought that a comeback was in the uh, realm of possibility. It was not. No, it wasn't. I was just excited I was hoping. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so let's going to move on to our next matchup. We've got number eight, Penn State, visiting number two, Ohio State. And let's talk about another slaughter real quick because besides the third quarter for Penn State, I just didn't – their football Very team bad. didn't show up. Yeah, it didn't Very look great. Uh, Sean Clifford, bad. 10 for 17, 71 yards. And the only redeeming quality for Penn State in this game is that their defense absolutely – I mean, almost just broke Justin Fields. Actually, I think they did break Justin Fields. Um, he was getting rocked every single down. Every single time he dropped back, it, it looked like he was going to die. Yeah, I mean, he still played a heck of a game, but, I mean – this Penn State team held an Ohio State offense with all this talent everywhere to 28 points. Yeah. Not terrible. I mean, they've only scored seven points a quarter. I mean, and this Ohio State team was smacking people. So, I mean, I think outside of a few explosive plays, this Penn State defense played as well as, you know, they could have asked for. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, I, I mean, it's another monster game from J.K. Dobbins, and that's yes. exactly that's – exactly, what Zach said was going to happen, 157 yards, two touchdowns, and that's 157 yards on 36 carries. This guy, uh, he's he's the best player on their offense. I, I said that a couple weeks ago. I think Zach tried to argue with me about Justin Fields. Maybe, no. I mean, Justin Fields is more in the Hodgson conversation. It's insane. It's because he's a quarterback. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a quarterback, but he's still only thrown one interception and has 33 no, no. touchdowns. And he's great. I'm just saying he's not as good as his running back. J.K. Dobbins is just an insane man. Um, uh, one thing that Ohio State did really well, and I think this is why they held Penn State scoreless over three quarters in this game, uh, they 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 covered KJ Hamler, uh, the best player on Penn State's team. Wide receiver KJ Hamler uh, was only allowed forty five yards and only three receptions in this game. Yeah, so it was just I could have told you if you would have told me that he would have only had three receptions, less than fifty yards in this game, I would have called you a liar. Probably before this game started. <laughs> yeah, if you told me that was how it's going to go. I mean, it, you think about how good he'd be with a quarterback that wasn't Sean Clifford. Dude, I can't wait for him to get You know, NFL. it pisses me off that I didn't play quarterback in high school because I feel like <laughs> I am better than Sean Clifford. Like, if you would have played quarterback in high school, that would have been a sight to see. <laughs> People would have came from everywhere. Right? <laughs> I was just saying, man, like Sean Clifford, I mean, dude, my dog could play quarterback better than Sean Clifford. That's fair. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's not like he's playing for a nobody program. He's playing for Penn State. I mean, just like a historical, like just a historically great team. I just and, and somehow I just have this terrible quarterback. Bro, he's just not great in my opinion. I mean, he's twelfth in the QBR in the nation, but like, wow. I don't know, man. I don't know. Sense. I, I, I don't get it. I think they need a better quarterback. Because I mean, he's a game manager, man. He is Alex Smith on steroids. I mean, he'll probably get. He'll probably be an NFL backup, but I, I just don't understand how this guy got a D one scholarship to Penn State. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, anyway, this was a great game to watch. This was at eleven a.m. for some reason. Just 
The they, Big Ten, get away from Fox. They wanted to ruin our weekend, I think. What's going to happen when the Fox signs the SEC and now that all the SEC games get moved to 11 o'clock? Then Alabama will like like jump for joy because that's when they love playing their games when no one wants to go to them. Uh, <laughs> God. I don't know. If they put the best, if they start putting the best games in 11, I just, I, I might have to be a fan of a different team. I'm going to have to be a fan of like <laughs> soccer or something. Yeah. What comes on exclusively at night? Um, I don't. I, I, I like, honestly don't know. Yeah, me. That was NASCAR, maybe NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna watch that actually. But um, anyway, let's go, let's move on to our last matchup of the weekend. Actually, do we have to go into this last matchup of the weekend? I'd say we have Can we to. skip it? No. Right, then you go ahead and talk about it. Come All right. On. Hey Nick. Hey Nick. I'm talking uh, just to you, bro. I told bro. him not to do this, Nick. I told him not. Not even a point, bro. Uh, you came on the podcast. And talked all that stuff about how Kenny Pickett was pretty good. Dog, he threw for a hundred yards. To be fair, to be fair, nothing. No, they no, did no, score no. a point, Nick. To be fair, if you watched this game at all, which I know you didn't, but if if you did, if any of our listeners watched this game even for a second, you would have seen that that Kenny Pickett's receivers were just dropping balls. Bro. Come on. They were. Their leading rusher, too, was, had four carries for 30 yards. I'm not going to say that's great. Um, no excuses. I, I don't understand because Pitt's defense is legitimately one of the best in the country, or at least I thought so. And then apparently uh, they just wanted to give up. How many yards did they give up? They, gave they up, only gave up 260. See, 263? Okay, this is- I never had a problem with them saying Pitt's defense is good. Their offense was what I had the problem with. You no, got everyone talking. Listen, <laughs> their offense, not great. Pitt, bowl eligible, good for them. I think they have Boston College next week. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, anyway, so maybe a dub there. We'll find out. Hopefully a dub. Pitt, Pitt we, we love you. Um, we may have to sit down and have a talk, but we love you. Uh, still a better quarterback than Sean Clifford. Let's not get that twisted. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'll give him that. I mean, that's not saying much. That's <laughs> their rush defense. Outrageous, solid. Because what? How? How is Virginia Tech's leading rusher? How did he have one carry for thirty-two yards? And he's a wide receiver. I don't know, dude. Their starting running back had. Had 12 carries for 31 yards. No, I have a – okay. We didn't watch this game. We didn't watch a whole lot of this game, if we watched any of it. Um, their leading rusher had one carry for 32 yards, and their leading receiver had two receptions. Pitt, not a great did look. They, did y'all have an offense? Did they have an offense? Dude, their quarterback had 20 carries for 27 yards. Okay. 20 carries, 27 yards. Ten. I mean, he completed ten for thirteen. Um, Pretty efficient. And this, he didn't start it all year either. Like, he just he started like in the past couple of weeks was his first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, not a good look for me. I went five and one this week. Zach went six and zero, oh, so he's going to go ahead and he thinks he's turning into me, even though I have a better record. What are you talking about? I have a better you record. Trip. I don't. Dude, trip. you picked the team that got beat twenty eight to nothing. So. That's trash. How was your upset do this week? How did you hit your upset? <laughs> yeah, my upset hit. What, what was your upset? Kansas State. Oh my god. Yeah, they won. You told me my other upset wasn't an upset, so I, I scrapped that. What, what was my other? I picked two upsets. I know my big one did not hit. Yeah. All right. After further uh, review, Zach lost both of his upsets this week. So, 
How how are you feeling right now? Not great. You feel like me, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a loser. A loser. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just absurd, <laughs> uncalled for, etc. Uh, we, <laughs> we apparently we're not we're not an anti-bullying podcast. No, I get bullied weekly, uh, twice a week actually, bi-weekly. Um, anyway, uh, so that I don't want to talk anymore about this game. No, hey Nick, I told you so. Yeah, we still love you. I, listen. <laughs> Always welcome back on the show, yeah, but thanks, don't thanks ever pick Pitt again. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. Uh, we have things we missed. Yeah, and so bloody. because I am a slacker and I didn't write any notes down this week, because I thought, hey, let's go ahead and riff. I didn't even write down things that we missed, so Zach is going to lead this segment for us. That's right, guys. So we had probably one of the biggest upsets of the year. <sighs> This week, when Arizona State upset the Oregon Ducks, Zach, what did I tell you when I got to your house yesterday about about there was going to be there was he said there was going to be one upset. It was going to be either Oregon or Utah. In case you guys didn't see Utah, we weren't going to talk about the game. They smacked another team. Smacked another team. Yes, Uh, Utah looking great. Oregon looking very average yeah both team both games were in arizona this weekend so yeah something about that arizona uh, is it still hot there it's november is it still i hot? have no idea it's probably hot i don't hot know what the weather is in the desert the desert doesn't make sense to me it's hot and then cold and then arizona state almost gave this away though yeah yeah 21 yeah. points in the fourth quarter for oregon and arizona state had to have a late bomb of a pass to pull away in this one. I mean, he had like an 81-yard pass. It was and, awesome. And, no, I just want to talk about this. So, Jaden Daniels is the quarterback for Arizona State. And this is the same kid who went four for 18, 25 yards, and like a one QBR against Utah. And this kid threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns against Oregon. What happened? Pac-12 defense is back at it. Uh, doing what they do best. They love to crumble. Pac-12 loves to eat itself alive, and that's exactly what we got. So this is – I don't – I'm not even surprised. I am hella surprised. I mean, Justin Herbert, two interceptions. What are you doing? I thought you wanted the Hosman. Yeah. This – listen, if I'm going to have any bad beats this week, it's going to be the uh, me saying that Justin Herbert was, like, second in the Heisman race. <laughs> or third in the Heisman race, like our second week of recording this podcast. Uh, I was proven wrong. That was – go ahead and report me to cold takes, exposed. Do what, do what you need to do because Justin Herbert, get it together. I mean, this is – you had you still had a chance to make the playoff, and then you go and lose to Arizona State. Uh, it's the worst. I, yeah. I cannot believe this happened. I didn't see this coming at all. Funny but, to watch, though. But, you know – Pac-12 always delivers, man. Pac-12 after dark, always fire. <laughs> Pac-12 after dark at a reasonable hour, fire. Because yes. this game was at 6.30, yeah. something like that. I mean, it was it was dark, I guess. but It was dark in theory, but not as dark as we'd like it. Not as dark. <laughs> we love them dark. Uh, uh... <laughs> dark Twitter exclusive, guys. But, you know, so I guess the last thought about this game is that, man, the Pac-12 is going to be pissed if Oregon beats Utah next week. That's that would be my perfect scenario and my dream uh, scenario. Man, all chaos. And then if Auburn beats Alabama, and and you know you have a two-loss Penn State or a one-loss Oklahoma squeeze in. Oh my lord. Maybe a two-loss Oklahoma. We don't know what's going to happen. That is also that. true. They might lose to Baylor this time. Okay, so hang on. 
we'll talk about this in playoff picture, but that could be chaos. So for the next game that was pretty good, that almost caused more chaos, TCU versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma squeezes out a four-point win, 28-24. And the only reason it was a four-point win is because of a late interception by TCU. What's going on with these five-and-five teams that are almost beating – the the or like the top runners in their uh, conference. I have no. I don't even know how this game was close. I mean, Oklahoma had over 500 yards and held TCU to 200. Yeah, and still only won by four points. I mean, they controlled the, the time of possession for Oklahoma was 40 minutes of the game, oh and they had 30 first downs to TCU's 11. This game should have been a million to nothing, but Jalen Hurts might have ruined his chances for the Heisman. Only 145 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Yeah, I mean. Not great. He killed it on the ground, 173 yards and two touchdowns. I'd love to see a running back for a playing quarterback. Right? But you have to do better than that. I mean, Jalen, we called you Jalen Heisman for the first few weeks of this podcast. You are not Jalen Heisman anymore. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go ahead and retire that name. That was also report that to Cold Takes Exposed because – we 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 have been on one this season. Yeah, uh, it was just awful. To, anyway, yeah, uh, terrible. But moving on, um, probably the biggest. Uh, I don't even know how this happened, but the Florida International Panthers at the Miami Hurricanes, <laughs> where the Florida International Panthers pulled the upset thirty to twenty four. This is the game that no one watched and probably regrets that they didn't watch because everyone is confused. I Yeah. We were – Zach and I were sitting on the couch last night watching the Oregon game, and all of a sudden he looks over at me and he goes, did you see that Miami lost to Florida International? I was like, no, you're lying. Like, I, Zach's a prankster, loves to lie to me, uh, tries to get one over on me all the time. And so I thought that's what he was trying to do. Turns out he was being serious, and I don't know. It – it, it, it was something. It was weird. In case you guys are like, oh, well, they must have just pulled a last-second upset. They were up 23-3 to in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Miami almost pulled the last-second Yes, but. Miami almost came back. But, you know, Jaron Williams threw, threw three interceptions yesterday. And, you know, you cannot have that. FIU had zero turnovers while Miami had three. Miami really probably dominated the game. But – you can't have three turnovers. FIU was looking for the upset, and they got it. But I think this speaks more on the ACC than anything. Yeah, it, it's something's going on in the ACC. I I can't understand it for the life of me. Is Miami bowl eligible? Uh, yeah, they're six and five. Wow. When you play in the ACC, man, you get at least five wins a year. Yeah, which brings me to my next point. Um, I believe eight teams in the ACC are bowl eligible. Oh. Out of fourteen. At least as of yesterday morning, there were wow. eight teams. There yeah. might be more now. And I mean, Miami has Duke next week, so they'll probably get that seventh win, maybe. Yeah, we don't. But I mean, FIU's ball eligible now. They're six and five. Oh my gosh! Shout out Conference USA, yeah. uh, producing champions. You guys are the best. But yeah, shout out to FIU. Never th- they'll probably never be on the podcast again. But we felt like they deserved a shout out because <laughs> this was one of the most outrageous. I guess wins the weekend. Yeah. I, I don't understand how it even happened. And finally, this was my big upset of the week, but we figured we'd put it in this segment because this was an amazing, amazing game. 
Washington State, Oregon State. Washington State pulls out the 54-53 stunner in Pullman. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Oregon State had a 97.5% chance to win with two minutes left. (laughs) Then chaos came through. Yeah, in case you guys want to know, I mean, Oregon State scored 29 points in the fourth quarter, while Washington State State scored 19. I mean, what are you going to do about that? That, It's just insane. Anthony Gordon threw for 600 yards. He had a UCLA game. Yeah, 50 for 70, (laughs) 606, six (laughs) touchdowns and three interceptions. Dude, this dude is is literally what you guys used to create on NCAA in, in like, story mode when you would just run around and throw it. Road to glory. Oh, my gosh, man. You throw three interceptions, but guess what? You threw for 606 and you felt good about yourself going to bed. (laughs) Guys, I don't even understand what, what this is. I mean, you know, the Oregon State quarterback had 408 and five touchdowns. Yeah. This game was insane. We I, talked about no defense earlier. <laughs> with uh, what, what game were you talking about? Oh, it was the um, it was the first game we talked about. I should know UCLA, USC, yeah, Pac-12 defenses. Pac-12 defense. Shout out to you guys. Love to watch those games. If you don't bet the over, what are you doing? I mean, Mike Leach might have saved his job, though, because now Washington State is finally bowl eligible with a game against Washington next week. That was only their sixth win. Yep. <laughs> That's not great because I don't think that they're going to beat Washington. Yeah, and Oregon State is 5-6. and six, and, and if they beat Oregon next week, we'll get bowl eligible. And after the way Oregon looked last week, I'm not putting that out of the realm of possibility. No, I won't either. That's... So, you know – Sorry, guys. I was real close on my upset of the week. Oregon State was a 12-point underdog, and I almost had you guys a surefire bet. But if you still took Oregon State, you took your money home. So, shout out to you guys on that one. Go ahead and treat whoever you want to treat. Yes. Maybe it's your wife, fiance, girlfriend, side girl, whoever it is. Just treat somebody. Treat them. Mom, <laughs> they, maybe mom deserves some love. And y'all start watching Pac-12 After Dark. Stop sleeping on them. Yeah. Well, if you're not watching it, then – if you're not watching Pac-12 After Dark and you listen to this podcast, go see a doctor or something because something's up. You are, you're having a, not a good time in your life. Um, anyway, so let's go ahead uh, on to our next segment. We have our playoff picture, and it's – Somewhat a playoff picture? I, I, guess, I guess something changed because Oregon lost, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, my top four – well, my top four changed because I had Oregon in my top four. Now I've just got Georgia where Oregon was. So just, mine's just okay. the so, committees. So I'm just looking here, guys. So Oregon lost at six and Penn State lost at eight. So this means that Oklahoma, Minnesota, and Florida all, like, are going to jump up. Right. You know, and we talk, kind of hinted about this earlier. What happens if Utah beats Oregon – I mean, Oregon beats Utah and Auburn beats Bama. There's so many things that could still happen. Yeah, and then if Ohio State beats Minnesota, what's keeping Florida out? That's a good point. I mean – And then the real thing is, do you put a two-loss Georgia team who just lost in the championship game a week before, do you put the team that they beat who's also a two-loss SEC team into the playoffs over Georgia? 
And then what what the hell happens if LSU loses? Like, I mean, they're going to. I, I don't want them to. They're going to lose, and I'm going. I'm I'm preparing myself and, for it. And this is every Clipsos fan's wet dream right here. Can't wait. Is if Georgia beats LSU, Ohio State loses to Minnesota. I mean. And, and you know, what happens then if the playoff is Clemson, Georgia, Utah, and Minnesota? Clemson's just walking to the championship. It's So, so let's imagine that things don't go just absurd. Let's say that the teams that we think are going to win, win. Say LSU wins out. Oregon – I'm sorry, Ohio State wins out. Um, and Clemson went out. So, assuming that Georgia would have to lose one game – so Georgia probably drops out. Um, Alabama might lose that game to Auburn, so let's not stick them in there. And what happens if Utah loses to Oregon? It would, it would be a, either – if Oklahoma wins out, then that would be the team that would go away because Minnesota would have a loss to Ohio State. Fair, yeah. And so then you would have Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, LSU. It's crazy to think that we're in like we're we're going into the final week of the regular season for most teams, like, unless you're Navy or Army or USC, or, who's done. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But, but we're going into the last uh, week of college football regular season for most teams, and there's still so many questions as to what can happen with the playoff. Uh, I know it's like this every year, and I, I'm still surprised every year. Uh, it, it might be my dumb brain. It, I don't know what it is, but it just – I'm, I'm befuddled. Is that a word? I'm befuddled. Befuddled. <laughs> the word time with Brandon. Yeah, vocabulary. But, you know, whoever has the number one seed in the playoffs this year, that has become so important. Oh, yeah. Because I – the two versus three matchup is going to be a national championship level matchup. Fair. I would rather play a one-loss Oklahoma team with a loss to K-State rather than a Clemson team at three who is the defending national champ. Imagine Clemson-Ohio State. That game's going to be if – that, if that game happens, that game is going to be insane. That's so disappointing. And then what happens if Oklahoma upsets LSU? <laughs> Listen, I won't be able to be on this podcast anymore because of circumstances that will follow that game. <laughs> um, that that – Oh, no, I you know, you know, that. and if all chaos breaks loose and Alabama gets in and wins the national championship, college football is going to burn down. <laughs> it just, it shouldn't even exist anymore. That's it's going to be ridiculous. But guys, this is such a great year of college football. There is so much that could happen. This is going to come down till to conference championship weekend midnight with that last game ending. This is going to be a just a crazy, crazy ending to the season, and I cannot wait for it. Let me ask you this, Zach. Do you think that if Alabama loses to Auburn, that they still have any sort of chance to make it to the playoffs no. with the way this playoff committee just apparently no. loves them? You don't think so? No, because if they lose to Auburn and have two losses, I mean, the only way I can see them getting in is if just everybody loses. Like, Oklahoma loses to Texas, TCU. Like, if I mean, if Oklahoma loses their last game to Oklahoma State, Minnesota would have to lose to Wisconsin. Utah would have to lose to whoever they played next. I mean, all hell would have to break loose. Yeah, uh, that's fair. But um, I just don't see them putting – so Alabama can sneak in. If they had Tua and lost Auburn, maybe. I just don't see them putting a Tua-less Alabama team who just lost their biggest game of the year. No, I, I, get, where you're, I get where you're coming from there, and I, I agree with you. Um, I was just – I was trying to start a conversation and see if maybe that was still in the cards. I, I don't think so. Because I, you would have to put a two-loss Florida team in over 
Alabama. Yeah, and especially with the scenario with Alabama, I mean, that would that would make them – that would make when they played the two ranked teams they played all year, they would have had two, two losses. losses. yeah. So. And you have Florida who beat one of the teams that beat, you know, that beat Alabama in this case. And they would still have, you know, they, they still have decent wins, I guess, maybe. But they – in their ranked matchups, they would, you know, they still got to win. So – I think you'd have to put Florida in over Alabama in that scenario, yeah. but I just don't see a way a two-loss Alabama team with a loss to Auburn gets in. Right. That, uh, that would be outrageous, and I think there'd be a lot of people at the playoff committee chair with pitchforks ready to cause chaos. Ready to go. Uh, yeah. So stay tuned. Playoff picture next week should be very interesting after yes. – uh, I mean, really, for the rest of the season, this playoff picture segment is going to get more and more interesting just because we're going to finally see how things are going to shape out. I mean, who knows? The, you know, the playoff rankings won't come out until Tuesday night. We still don't know who's going to be in. Uh, they, the committee might flip Ohio State to LSU this week. Uh, I think that's probably what they were trying to play up, especially since, I mean, Ohio State beat a Penn State team that was in the top ten. LSU just beat Arkansas. Yeah. So – We'll see. Um, that's the sort of thing they love to do, and I wouldn't. I would have no arguments for it. Ohio State had a way better win this week. Uh, yeah, they really did. Anyway, so let's go move on to our next segment. We have dumpster fire of the week. Oh, uh, good lord! And Zach, lead us off. What do you got? I have probably the most disappointing, the 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 most disappointing Pac-12 team of the year, and that's saying a lot. Okay, Washington. Dead to you. Uh, Dead to you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dumpster fire. Dude, I, I'm on one tonight. God, nah. Dumpster fire, Washington. Brandon had this team in his playoffs. I did. My number four. His number four team in the playoffs. Shocking, right? Uh, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> I can't believe I said it out loud. And then um, shiver people to hear. Guys, they are six and five. Three and five in the Pac-12, uh, and they still have Washington State that can somehow put up seventy points if they want. If this team is up going six and six, three and six in the Pac-12, something's got to change. This team had national championship aspirations. Yeah, and especially if you look at their schedule. The reason I had them in my playoff, if you didn't hear from, it was probably I think it was like our first episode. Yeah, first or second episode. Yeah, first or second episode ever. I had Washington at number four uh, before they lost to Cal. And so the reason I had them so high is because if you look at their home schedule and their away schedule, their away games, like their toughest away game was Stanford, I yeah. think. <laughs> I mean. Not great. No, not great. And so they played all their tough games at home. Like they played Oregon at home. We all remember that game. They almost won that game. Yeah. They probably should have won that game. Definitely. Anyway, so every single tough game, like I don't even know. They didn't play Utah. Anyway, they, they play Washington State at home. Um Every game that we thought was going to be a great game for this team was going to be played at home. So I thought, okay, a home field advantage, uh, the stadium that you know I, I guess I figured out is actually pretty nice and like very loud, a good environment to play football at. So I thought, okay, they're going to have the advantage there. So apparently I was wrong. Uh, what are they like six? What are they like six and five right now? Yeah, it's just insane. So I understand why they're your dumpster fire. It's just ridiculous, and like I don't. I don't know, man. It's just it's, – it's terrible. It is really, really terrible. I mean, Jacob Eason, everyone thought he was going to be the savior of this team. And yeah. 
And he was uh, – he has been worse than last year's quarterback. I, I don't remember the kid's name right now, but everyone was so ready for him to go because he was a game manager, and now here's Jacob Eason not being anything, not a playmaker, not a game manager, not a damn thing. And, you know, if Washington goes 6-6, six and six, I hope you guys enjoy the Holiday Bowl because your coach might be on full-time vacation if this happens next year. Yeah, it's – it's a, it's a tough scene. It's, it's trash. I, I just – I've really thought Washington had it this year, and they have been garbage. They lost to Colorado this week. Not a great look. Oregon beat Colorado to death a few weeks ago, and this and Washington should compare itself to Oregon because they are they were supposed to be the lead of the Pac-12 this year. Yeah. Um, so, that was a pretty good dumpster fire, Zach. My dumpster fire, though, might be – a little more surprising, maybe better. Who knows? My dumpster fire this week is going to be Ivy League schools and, more importantly, Harvard and Yale. Harvard and Yale, what's happening? If you didn't watch this game, which wouldn't wouldn't uh, blame you if you didn't, but it was all over ESPN. It was all over every outlet. Uh, the Harvard-Yale football game was delayed Saturday after more than 100 students and alumni flooded the field to protest against the school's endowments from fossil fuel companies. <laughs> In quotations from CNN.com, nobody wins. Yale and Harvard are complicit in climate injustice. That was one of the banners that a student held. And they had to delay this game <laughs> because, uh, because of this. Uh, Yale was winning. So this game was already in process before this. And then students just flooded the field and decided it was their time to protest climate change. Like either one of these football teams were going to do something about it. Or maybe the schools would quit accepting this free money from these oil companies. I don't know too much about the whole situation here. What I do know is that these students that are playing on Harvard and Yale's football teams are not there because of their academic integrity. They're not there because they're Rhodes Scholars. They are there because they were three-star high school players. <laughs> so God. when they got to these schools, I don't know. I mean, I understand. I guess you were trying to get the message across on TV or something. But really all you did was piss everybody off because we were just trying to watch some Ivy League football like like, like red-blooded Americans love. Um but anyway, I, I, I had to talk about this. It was, I don't know. You come, you come between me and my football, we're going to fight. So we're about to wage war against these protesters. Protesters are really on the hot seat. Did you see that video of the protester that got hit in traffic? Yes. <laughs> because he wouldn't move out of that guy's way. He wouldn't move out of this truck's way. And so the truck proceeds to try to run this guy over. And then that's what happens when you get in the middle of the road. Yeah, and apparently the protester didn't like that too much, so he starts, like, punching his car door, you know, like a genius would do. And then uh, and then comes the best part of the video, where this guy, who is just, I mean, you can tell he is angry, because he gets out of the car and just starts throwing haymakers at this guy in the middle of the road. Checks out. For everyone to see. So, protesters are really on the hot seat right now. Uh, things aren't looking great for you. Don't keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I don't – okay, that's not a bad. If, you, if you're producing for a good cause, go ahead. Don't disrupt my Harvard-Yale game. Uh, my, my closing thoughts on this one, Yale's 9-1. and one. I don't know if any of you knew that. They have one loss. Uh, apparently, they're pretty good. 
Dude, so. I just want to know what would happen if someone did that in like the Iron Bowl next week. Someone would definitely die. No one in the state of Alabama cares enough about climate change to protest that. I know, but like, what if they just showed up? They'd probably get murdered. Are you kidding me? That, yeah, no, definitely murdered. Like, I'm talking Jim, about there'd be Jim, fans in the stands that would snuck guns in. Yeah, cousin Jimbo would run on the field with with his pocket knife and just slice up the protesters. God, <laughs> what a scene! <laughs> Uh, I paid a lot for my tickets Saturday. <laughs> like th- that is the price of admission. If that's what he gets. Then so be it. You know. God, man, that's savage. But yeah, please just stop. That's not time. But our football time is not time for you to protest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, come on. You know, climate change is bad, but not on Saturdays. <laughs> you know what Saturdays are for? Not for climate change. Not for climate change protests. Right. You know, do it do it like normal times. Do it on like a Sunday. Also maybe don't do it in the middle of the road or else you might get just yeah, smacked. Also also true. And it, you know, if you're a protester and you listen to this, we still love you. Just please don't do it during our podcast or or the or any game we're watching. Or <laughs> they just showed up in my room like right now. <laughs> you know, you know what? <laughs> we're gonna protest this podcast now. <laughs> this is insane. Oh man, please don't uh, do it. So just, uh, just it's terrible. Let's go ahead and move on. <laughs> we're gonna move on to our next segment. We've got dead to me. I'll kick this one off. This week I didn't want to do it. Um, we uh, hate to see you go. <laughs> I, I'm. Everyone knows me. They know that I love to put full states on the uh, on on my dead to me list. I like to put them in the graveyard. Uh, I like to dig that grave right on their tombstone, whatever I want to. This week, I am putting a full conference on my dead to me. The okay. Pac-12, you're done for. You're done for because Oregon, you lost to Arizona State. That's in conference. You can't do that. Utah, just wait for next week because we know what's going to happen. They're going to lose to Oregon. The whole conference is going to crumble, and you're not going to have a team in the playoff again. And then you're going to complain. You're like, oh, we need an eight-team playoff. No, we don't. Okay, maybe we do, but we don't need it to include you. So if both of these teams lose, kick them both out of the top eight, have your top eight uh, playoff, do whatever you need to do. Maybe the Pac – you know what I'm going to go ahead and propose right now? Hit it. Kick the Pac-12 out of the Power Five, (laughs) put the AAC in. I'm for it. AAC has been fire this year. Yeah. Or maybe not even the AAC. Maybe put like the MAC or like the Fun Belt. Do something. Because yes. uh, we, I don't know about the Fun Belt. That's a stretch. But do we want South Alabama to it, be? It would be fun. Ah, uh, no, it would be hilarious. We have like Tuesday night games. <laughs> That's what everyone needs. That is, I need it. I'm, I'm down for football every night. I mean, put it in my veins. Uh, that's what I live off of. You know what I think we should do? We should just exclude them, put the AAC in, and have two separate football seasons. The Power Five one season. Literally all the rest of you guys Ooh, in the I, summer. I just got chills. I like that idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just have football year round. That's that's all we really wanted. Yes, um, that's all we want. So thanks a lot, A AAF or whatever you were. The yeah, Alliance for American Football. We got XFL coming though. Is that in the offseason? Yes, yeah. It's it's we're gonna have a, we're gonna have to talk about the XFL. Do y'all, do y'all want an XFL podcast? <laughs> we, can, we can make it happen. <laughs> I'll be extra content for you guys. More X- XFL football for you guys. <laughs> so, that's that's my dead. Pac-12. A bunch of Zach Mettenberg quotes. and <laughs> Zach Met- We're going to have the best of Zach Mettenberger, Johnny Manziel. Oh. Um, Antonio Brown, if he keeps going the way he's going. Blaine Gabbert. 
whoever else. I think he's still in the NFL. He doesn't deserve to be. That's I'm not <laughs> going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with you. But, guys, my dumpster fire back in the good old SEC. I came home this week. I drove through this state. It's a terrible state, guys. Missouri. Uh, misery. And misery. Dead to me. You want to know why? Because <laughs> you wasted Kelly Bryant. You wasted your talent. You it's wasted your probation year. You fought the incident of play to be bowl eligible, and you guys are still trash. You lost to Tennessee this weekend. <laughs> Not a great look. By, by principle and by rule, um, if you lose to a team that is dead to me, you're also dead to me. So Here we Tennessee's are. been dead to me and has been dead to us. So now they're officially done for in the grave. No, I mean – Dude, they're not even bowl eligible yet. <laughs> Tennessee is now, right? Dude, yeah, Tennessee's bowl eligible. Crazy. Dude, Tennessee is third in the East. <laughs> they are third. They are above South Carolina, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's, it's if Florida lost one more time, Tennessee would be second. <laughs> Jeez, dude, that's so ridiculous to me, guys. But if Missouri loses to Arkansas next weekend which is possible. They will not be bowl eligible. And if Vandy can upset Tennessee in the final week, Vandy will pass Missouri in the standings. That okay. We talk about chaos a lot. That would be chaos. That would be <sighs> Missouri. Please get this fixed. No, see, they don't even need to get it fixed at this point. They're done for. They're, they're dead. They wasted Kelly Bryant's last year. Wait, he, he's going to the draft next year? He has to. He's a senior. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was a senior at Clemson. It took like a redshirt senior year. So you are a graduate transfer, and you picked Missouri. You could have went to Auburn and started over Bo Nix, maybe. Probably. Pro- yeah, probably. Could have went to Texas and given them their black quarterback they needed. <laughs> oh you made God. a lot of bad decisions, Kelly Bryant. <laughs> and you know what? So did you, Missouri. So you know what? Missouri and Kelly Bryant are dead to me. Okay, well, Kelly Bryant, done for. Put him in the grave. Uh, not literally, of course. And Missouri, literally put them in the grave. Who cares? Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our final segment of the, of this episode. We've got bad beats, and oh boy. We, we have got, a lot. We got, we got a lot of them. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and condense mine. I have one that I want to talk about uh, for sure. So I'll go ahead and start out with that. In Brandon's Gambling Corner this past week, I chose San Diego State to beat Hawaii. But I made one grave mistake. This game was on the island. And I don't know what's going on. I mean, I I know I'm not usually wrong. Just ask ask my pick six record. uh, But I've been insanely wrong about Hawaii all year long. And I want to stick to my guns. If they're playing on the island, I'm going to give it to them. But it just won't, like – they can't win when I pick them. So I guess – or they can't – whoever I pick in, that, in Hawaii's matchup cannot win. You did them a favor. I guess so. Yeah, so you're welcome, Hawaii. If you want to write me a check, feel free. Um, I'll give you – just DM me. Um, anyway, so my bad beat, I can't believe I picked against Hawaii on the island. I told you, bro. I've been adamant against it. Oh, see, that means you lost that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not – I'm not – listen. What? Was that my lightning round? Yes. It had to be. Yeah, see – Trash. Lightning round. I, I get too excited. Mm. And so I, I start speaking sporadically, uh, et cetera. So. Also very true. But, guys, that, that's terrible, right? Can, can we all agree that's terrible? We can. We can. Uh, I'm not going to deny that. I know it's not great. So, Zach, 
Bad beat of the week. Yeah, my two. I'm just going to get this on both my upset of the week picks. Bad beats. Uh, SMU did not beat Navy, and neither did Oregon State. Oregon State did not beat, you know, Washington State. We kind of talked about that earlier. I will get back to my normal self. It was trash. Dog, it was so trash. Uh, I cannot believe I lost both this week. Yeah, we can't both win in the same week, so I won my upset. That's three for me on the year, boys uh, and girls, if you're listening. So, sup. But uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, something about us. We're, just, we're not allowed to be right at the same time. No. But we need to balance each other out. That's what life's all about. It's right? okay, guys. You know, since we have two, we'll have multiple episodes this week. I will bounce back. Your boy will go undefeated on upsets of the week this week. And you can bet on that. Yep, that's true. So, that is our episode today. Um, this episode finally came out on Monday. I know that I'm not great about doing that uh, anymore. This one came out on Monday. And guess what, guys? We've got two more episodes coming out this week. We've got one on Wednesday and one on Friday. And with two preview episodes comes more pick six. And so for this week, we will cover 12 games, six in each episode. I can't wait for it. Zach can't wait for it. That was a voice crack. I'm growing up finally. So <laughs> the boy's becoming a man. Becoming a man. Thank, thank you to everyone who listens, uh, everyone who supports us in the show. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, we love doing this, but without the, I guess, without the reward of actually having listeners, it wouldn't be nearly as fun, which is we talk to ourselves, literally, uh, even though it's kind of what I feel like we're doing anyway. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've got a couple more episodes coming out this week. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you follow us on social media. You've heard Zach plug it a million times. So if you want to, go ahead. You don't have to. We have two more episodes coming out this week, so you can just keep listening to get that. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening, and that's going to be a wrap for this episode.